Welcome to another episode of 1919 Radio. My name is Caleb and I'm your host for today. In this episode, I'm joined by Stevie from the Prisoner Correspondence Project. Uh, this episode is a part of our outreach program to provide, to provide support for their pen pal initiative. Established in 2007 in Montreal, the Prisoner Correspondence Project, or PCP, organizes to facilitate communication between LGBTQIA2S plus prisoners in Canada and the United States with individuals of their communities outside of prison. They view their work as an opportunity to draw the wider LGBTQ plus community into prison justice organizing and build upon gay liberation legacies and the larger prison justice movement. Their work emphasizes that letter writing is the basic first step of any kind of prison support and has a tangible impact on the isolation of a prison sentence. If you or anybody you know are interested in, in initiating a correspondence and helping link incarcerated folks to resources, education, and community support not reachable in prison, check out the PCP website or visit 1919 Meg for a link to their website on ours. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to this work? Sure. Um, well, I'm my name is Stevie, and I've been a part of the project, I believe. It's probably three-ish years as well. Um, I got interested. I started reading a book called uh, Captive Genders, which is about trans imprisonment and the prison industrial complex, I think it's called. Anyways, at the back of it, they had PCP as the um, as one of the resources in the back. And I was like, hey, I live in Montreal. So I just sort of joined it and here I am. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. Can you tell our listeners about what Prisoner Correspondence Project is, the significance of this project and your role as an organizer with this team? So the Prisoner Correspondence Project is a pen pal uh, project for incarcerated uh, LGBTQ plus people. Um, we've been around for, I think it's 13 years now. It's uh, definitely over 10. Um, there's about 2000 people waiting on our database right now to be matched up. Um, I'd say we're about so, so we're about seven or so volunteers uh, at the moment. Um, and uh, most of us are based in, uh, in Montreal, but we do have other people um, in BC taking care of our newsletter. We also have about 40 or so inside collective members. Um, so people who are currently incarcerated or uh, recently released who... Um, Basically, we send out our meeting minutes to them and they are a big part of the decision making and uh, offer insight and stuff. So 
yeah thanks thanks that's a good background um what are some of the barriers or obstacles uh prospective pen pals have faced joining this solidarity program um so i think one of the biggest I, i guess one of the most common things that we get um for people who want to sign up are usually uh people who've gotten past the uh the reading the expectations and guidelines and whatever and they're able to choose their own pen pals but the thing is a lot of the profiles that uh pop up immediately are usually uh people who are seeking romance and i think that is what turns a lot of people off um just remember that there are 2000 people waiting so i am sure that if you go onto the website and you just you know do the first two or three pages which tend to be the uh, people who've been waiting the most they are really romantic in nature so um i would i guess the the way to get around that barrier would be to just uh keep looking and really go through all the pages really well um even if somebody says that they are looking for a romantic uh relationship chances are they are uh super isolated so um they would probably be willing to correspond with anyone um i guess another issue this one is more like if you've already started the correspondence uh one thing that comes up a lot is um people discussing their boundary or no, sorry not discussing their boundaries clearly so um so for instance if somebody is uh if if their relationship is too sexual or romantic in nature um you would have to sort of be able to uh communicate those boundaries with that person or let's say um if you're not um sorry to also um make sure that the other person knows how often you're willing to correspond because often people will be uh very enthusiastic about doing it um you know sending letters two or three times a week when obviously that isn't within everybody's capabilities so uh so yeah just another way to uh get around that thanks uh that was really helpful and i could um i think an an point where that came out to me while you were talking is patience as well um you guys have a really thoughtful and like meaningful collection of frequently asked questions on your website that i think is extra, is a really great resource so i definitely recommend anyone to check that out check that out as well yes what have been some of the benefits inside and outside members have experienced during their time as a pen pal with the pcp i guess the most obvious one i guess the biggest thing is that um what we keep getting back from our from letters is that um the project is 100% life saving for a lot of people um people have told us so many times that uh just receiving letters or just having communication with the outside world is uh, obviously super important for mental health but um Uh, yeah so i would say that a lot of people in the program uh don't have access to the outside world at all so being queer or trans um 
a lot of their families will have abandoned them, especially like post-incarceration. So um, really a lot of people do not have access to the outside uh, world and being able to provide that to people, being able to provide some kind of emotional support or um, even, I guess, uh, not only just emotional support, but um, sending letters to people on the inside who otherwise don't have a communication with the outside world. Um, also signals to people that, um, that the person is being cared for and looked after. So let's say um, somebody who isn't receiving letters would be more of a target to both other inmates and like corrupt guards or whatever to, you know, targets of violence or hate crime or whatever. Um, and just having just having somebody to talk to them, just being able to uh, sorry, not being able to talk to them, but just just having the letters go in signals to everyone around them that there's somebody paying attention. So uh, otherwise, the other benefits for I guess outside members, um, I guess the obvious one would be just uh, friendship. I've had a couple of pen pals over the years and I've met some really incredible people that I would have otherwise never have gotten to know if not. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, def I definitely agree with you. I think it's um, the benefits are really benefits because we're talking about um, saving lives and we're talking about helping people as well as helping ourselves. So yeah, exactly. If people, if people are looking for a way to get into solidarity work or looking for a way to really help people in really direct and concrete ways, it's uh, definitely a very good way to do that. <laughs> Can you walk us through the process of getting a pimp pal, initiating the correspondence, sending the mail and other mail related or other concerns as restrictions that may have, uh, like that may incur in the initial process? Um, so the sign-up process is pretty simple. You basically just got to send an email to, uh, to our email saying that you're interested. Um, then we just uh, direct you to the website, to the expectations and guidelines, like you were saying before. And um, once the person has read through them, they basically get access to the database, which is everyone's profile. Um, and they get to pick whoever they want to be matched up with. Um, and then basically we, we, we just send you their address and then it just kind of starts off like that. Um, we've had, had quite a few people ask how to start the conversation or what to include in a first letter. And it's really a lot more simple than people might think it out to be. It's like, if you've ever written a letter to someone in a classroom or if you've ever, you know, even written an, written an email, it's, it's basically the same thing. You just introduce yourself, you tell them uh, what interests you in talking to this person. And like I said before, the um, just sort of setting the boundaries about what is expected or what, um, yeah, just setting up boundaries and uh, talking about yourself, honestly, just, um, like I said, it's it's a lot of isolation in there and it's a lot of people who need to connect with people on the outside. Um, and uh, a lot of people are willing to talk and uh, ready to do that with whoever uh, basically chooses them. Thanks, thanks. That was really great as well. 
This kind of touches on some of the things you've talked about, but I think it's an important question, especially um, it kind of outlines why the solidarity work is so important. Um, but a prison correspondence provides much more than emotional support. In the frequently asked questions section of on your website, you describe it as a link to resources, education, and community support not reachable in prison. Can you expand upon the importance of this idea for our listeners? Yeah, so um, in addition to just being a pen pal project, we also have a biannual newsletter that we send out, which um, which is sort of like a compilation of uh, news articles that we put together um, with uh, themed responses to uh, past call outs. We have uh, horoscopes. It's basically just a regular newsletter that we send out. Um, but I think that in of itself is also a life-saving aspect of the project in that um, for all these 2,000 or so people who are waiting on the inside who don't have a pen pal, it gives access to uh, the community. It gives access to uh, information and um, yeah. Uh, we also have a resource library, which um, we carry, basically it's only zines, but it's zines from people from inside the project, people from uh, outside the project. We have zines about mental health. We have zines about uh, physical health. Um, what else? We have like queer history. We have uh, spirituality, stuff that you can't necessarily find very easily at all from inside prisons. So it becomes a very valuable uh, resource library for a lot of people on the inside. <laughs> Thank you. I think uh, I'm, I'm glad you touched upon that because I think your resource library is not only a great resource to um, learn about um, what the unique and intensified struggles of LGBTQ plus trans prisoners. It also talks about abolition from the eyes of formerly incarcerated people. And like you said, through these zines, and I think one question we get asked a lot is people ask, how can we either participate or offer solidarity to prisoners without, without contributing to the system, without holding it up, without perpetuating it? And I think this project is a really great way because you're, you're getting to the grassroots without necessarily um, offering, you know, about like your own labor to the prison in like a volunteer form or something like that. Yeah, I, I would say the only way that we do kind of contribute to the system would be through JPay or JMail, which is like email services that the prisons have that we unfortunately have to pay money to. But other than that, <laughs> mm, and that yeah. that's part of their really exploitative communication practice. Right. The last question that I have is that: Is there any other ways community members can contribute or support the PCP if they aren't interested in writing letters? Um, there definitely is. Uh, I, I would say that the best and easiest way is to become a pen pal, but I know that's not available for everyone. Um, the thing is with pen pals is we really try, as at the project, we try to encourage people to sort of foster like really uh, long-term relationships with their pen pals only because, um, again, it, it offers just so much uh, help and uh, support to them and having them kind of go in and out of our database really isn't helpful at all. And um, it could get messy and 
blah, blah, blah. So really, um, I totally get that people can't uh, always become a pen pal, but there are other ways, um, especially if you're in Montreal, uh, there, we send out, uh, we used to do um, box checking hours. So it was like volunteer drop-in hours, but we don't so much do that anymore because of COVID. Um, but I do think we prepare small packages for people that they can take home and go through uh, some of the mail and answer it. Um, we also have like some transcribing tasks, I believe, that um, are always sort of ready to be done. We have, um, obviously you can donate to us. Uh, we also encourage people to hold their own fundraisers or uh, ad campaigns. If you want to create merch for us, that's always an option. Um, really, if you don't, if you really want to help out and you don't really know what to do, you can always send us an email and I am sure somebody will find something uh, for you to help. So yeah. <laughs>